Someone said the time of Lent is a time of sober reflections. It's a time to drop the things that are not working and to embrace the things that are working for us in Christ Jesus. It's a time to make ourselves, pattern ourselves after the image of Christ Jesus. It's a time to draw close to God. It's a time to introspect and ask ourselves some salient questions. What is life? What, where are we going and how are we doing? Hello, my dear friend. How are you today? This is Anne Ajadi and this is the Dear and Walk With Me series. And this is in we're going with the Lenten Talks. We're walking the way of the cross. We are nursing the way to power. We're finding our space, our own spot in the grand scheme of God's agenda on us. And today, we're removing the poison. Someone says, what do you mean by removing the poison? Wait with me, my dear friend. You will soon find out what I mean by remove the poison. Jesus teaching his disciples to pray stressed in Mark 11.25. He said, when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Okay, so are we talking forgiveness today? Someone asked. Mm, how about you just chill, relax, we'll see. Luke 6, 37 says, Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Forgive again. Okay, Luke 17, verses 3 to 5. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. If they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. Mm. Forgiveness and faith. Forgiveness and identity. Listen to this one. It says, 1 John chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. If we forgive, confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him a liar and the word of God is not in us. See, we have all been there. Many are still there in the dark room of offense. The Bible says, See, offense will come. We say, but woe to him through whom they come. People have offended us. We have also offended others. So today, this time that we are reflecting, introspecting, let us return to that place. Let us pause. Think long. Think hard. And some of us don't have to go far. Actually, as I'm talking to you, my mind is going to some areas of my own life where I really need to let it go. You know, really needs to let go. You know, those things that you say, oh, I've, I've forgiven you, just carry your own and be going, but you really didn't let it go. So for some others, it may not be as simple. The journey may have been so long. My question today for you, my dear friend, is who offended you? Is it your parent? Is it your family member, the one you trusted? Is it a friend? Is it the authority over your, is it your spiritual head, your pastor, your priest? Is or is it even a stranger? What did they do? Did they disappoint you? Did they betray you? Did they rape you? Did they steal from you? Did they malign you? Did they disrespect you? Did they humiliate you? Did they abandon you? 
Did they murder someone you love? Did they lie on you or did they cheat on you? What could they have done? Let me tell you, no matter what they did, big or small, Jesus' command is forgive. I know you say to me, ah, it's easier said than done. I know the pain is deep. The scars remain. The wound is sore. The circumstance is unfair. But hey, forgive you must. And it's not for them. It is for you. Because when you refuse to forgive, all you are doing is creating a, a prison for yourself. Imagine building a cell. You are the one that locked it and you threw away the king. The key. You don't want to be in that kind of cell where there's no rescue in sight. You don't want to be stuck in one spot. Let me tell you, negative emotions, especially unforgiveness, it keeps you stuck. You will just find that you cannot go beyond that spot and you need to go beyond that spot. So it's not about the person who offended you, it's about you. You need to be free. You may have talked. The offense so far out there that mm, just leave me alone for as long as I don't see you, you are not in my way, I'm not in your way, I'm good. But what if they have to be in your way? What if they live in your own house? You know, they every and then they keep doing things that bring back the emotions, your heart continues to break many times, and they continue to vex your spirit. Let me tell you, it is not for them that you've forgive it is for you i tell you personally how i deal with it i just say to myself this person is not well and when somebody is sick you don't treat them the same way you would treat somebody that is well whether they are your family members or your loved ones i just say well this part of me is not well because if they are well they won't want to hurt another human being if they understand that there is a god who rules over the affairs of men there is a god that is also the righteous judge they will not do to you what they are already doing to you. So my dear friend, take yourself out of the prison of unforgiveness. Remove your inner self that is craving freedom. Give that yourself freedom so that you can, you can live your full life. Someone may say, well, I've been too long in this, in this prison. I don't even know how to get out. I get you. I tell you, I get you. It's like when you lock up a dog in a cage for so long, you open the door. They won't even know you have opened the door. What I, what I ask is that you ask God, the Holy Spirit, to help you. Let the real you come out. Let go of every offense and unforgiveness. You may be, I, I would, I would say to you, keep saying it out. Call the person by name and tell them, I forgive you. I let it all go. You may not feel it at first. It may make you cry. It may make you want to curse. It may make you have all the expletives, the things gradually. Keep at it. Gradually, you will see that the spirit of God will kick in and then they will help you to do what needs to be done. Someone may say to me, I want to. Honestly, that's which you are describing. I want to do it, but I don't know how. I tell you, ask for help. Ask for help. The, the Lord's Prayer tells us about the power to forgive. Ask for this power. Let the Holy Spirit sweep your heart. Let him give you the perspective. He may tell you something that will just make it all go away. This thing will no longer be there. Take out the trash and remove the poison, my friend. Let it go. 
the offense and the offender may still be around. They may even be gloating while still committing the offense. Let them go. You need to be free. You say to me, hey, have you lived with a narcissist? Have you ever hobnobbed with a narcissist? Do you know how they gaslight you? How they make it look as if you are the one at fault and yet they are the ones that are goading you, they are pummeling you, they are oppressing you, they are doing all this evil and yet they are so smart with it that it hurts. Every time they do it, it hurts. I get you. And I'm saying to you, dear friend, Take your case to God. He knows what to do. God told me once when I was between such such a dire strait myself, God said to me, I know how to divide between sheep and sheep. In other words, I know what to do. Yes, the person, the two of you are my children, but I know how to do. I know how to deal. Bible says the soul that sins, it will die. Though you don't have to die with the person that offended you. You don't have to suffer the consequences of their offense. Just let it go. And whilst we're at it, I need to say to some of us, you need to stop being self-righteous. You're also guilty. You're also guilty. And in saying this, let me tell you a funny story. I shared an office with a lady years ago and she she was married and then I wasn't married. And she was recounting the an incident. She and her husband were having heated argument and the husband made to like he was going to physically assault her. And she said to me, she said, I ran away. And I was like, why did you run? And she said, he will beat me and then he will come and say sorry. And I would have no choice but to take his sorry. So how about I save him the trouble of saying the sorry? So what am I saying? I'm saying that, look, you also have a part to play in the things that happen to you. Whilst I get it that there are some things that are just beyond your control, I get that. And I'm not asking you to go and put yourself in arm's way. But God knows what to do in every situation. That's why we go to him. Bible says in Matthew 7 verses 3 to 6, it says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention? to the plank in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample on them on their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Luke chapter 6, verses 41 to 46, Jesus talking, said, why, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in somebody else's eyes? Mind your own business. Take care of yourself. Yes, they did something wrong to you. They offended you. Yes, they did. What they did is unthinkable. It's not, it's not nice. But let me tell you, be the bigger person. Let it go. What you pay for unforgiveness is too much. It's too much power to give a fellow human being. That your peace costs too much for you to let it go with some action or inaction of someone around you. The joy of the Lord in your heart is too costly for you to let someone take it. Your health, let me tell you, someone can dash you money. Someone can give you money, but nobody can give you health. Nobody's going to tell you, oh yeah, take my good health and then I take, take my, I, and I will take your sickness. Nobody would do that. Worst still, eternity is real. 
and you don't want to be caught in the web, don't be caught in offense. Nobody knows when they will be required to leave this side of eternity. So you need to live your life devoid of offense. You need to live your life devoid of unforgiveness. You need to live your life devoid of negative emotions. You need to be a spotless, clean bride waiting for Jesus to come. Don't hand over the matters of your life to another person. Don't let them enslave you in the prison of pain and agony. Please, 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 please let it go. Forgive, forgive your spouse, your parent, your boss, family member, pastor, priest, or leader. Let it go. Let it go. Let God heal you. Open yourself up to God. Let him heal you. Let him bind you up again. And I want to say to you, you have paid too much already. I cannot tell you how to go, but the Holy Spirit will tell you. Let me tell you what I do. I write a letter to the offender detailing the offense and its effects on me. And I assure them of my forgiveness. And I pray that the Lord will bless them and help them as they navigate their way through life. I address the letter and if there are people I can approach, I let them have it. If not, I just burn it. And then I stand in front of the mirror and talk to myself. I own my part of the blame and I remind myself of what the word of God says about me. I denounce any negative emotions like anger, bitterness, and resentment. I let go of my desire to revenge because I have that and avenge myself. I call myself to order. I call the process having a meeting with myself. It's a very hard road. It's a place where you tell yourself the truth. No embellishments. Say it as it is because God already knows it as it is. And I ask God to show me how he sees the matter. You know what? I I cannot afford not to be able to go to God anytime I need to pray. That's why I just let people go. Do they offend me? Oh, yes. People have offended me to the point that, hi, I wish I can curse them, tell, give them a piece of my mind. But God will not let me do that. Because one, I have to. I have to forgive because I must pray. And I cannot go to God and he will turn his back on me because God is too holy but to, to, but to behold iniquity. He will not take rubbish just because you were offended. So it, before I leave you today, I want to ask you a few questions. How do you resolve conflict? What effect does offense have on you? Are you like me that likes to, that is very deep and people hurt, when you hurt, you hurt deep and you have, you can be re- you know, vengeful. You want, in fact, you want the person to suffer. You want God to punish the person. Let me tell you, it's not worth it. All of us are sinners. The fact that they offended you today does not mean you won't offend someone tomorrow. And just in case you are suffering the consequence of unforgiveness, you know what? You have suffered enough. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Remove yourself from offense and offensive situations. Yes. Take yourself away from what will make it happen again. Remove yourself, safeguard yourself, protect your emotions. Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it comes the issues of life. Protect yourself, protect your well-being. And by God's grace, let go of unforgiveness. Tomorrow, I will come your way again when we talk about something else, some other aspect of life that we need to reflect on, we need to introspect on, we need to clean up. 
this couple of days, I, I, I would like to look at it like a subtopic, like we're just detoxifying, cleaning out the vessel so that God has room to pour his grace. I want to say to you, as we remember the death, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, make this season your best ye- season yet. Why? Because you are going to come so close to God, you will know his secrets, and he will make his counsel known to you. I want you to know something. Stay with God. You can never be better than God can make you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Know this, I love you, but God loves you more.